Imagine you're watching TV with your mom and the story comes on the news. They have you on surveillance. This is the worst way to get caught jerking off. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. From the smallest room in New York City, it's a show that gives you a reason to live. (laughs) The whole city's involved at this point. Yeah. There's a manhunt for you jerking off in an elevator. They're like, son, come on. You're too old for that. New York City Crime Awards 2015. Mother of the Year. Being a mother, often cited as being the hardest job there is. New York City Crime Award for Mother of the Year is presented to the mother who our listeners feel best exemplifies the qualities necessary to make an entertaining story on this program. A great crime mom is a mom who acts on impulse without considering the consequences. A mom whose actions may cause the death of one or more of her kids, but she's not going to let anyone tell her how to raise her boys. Well, now the nominees for NYC... Prime Report Mother of the Year. Coming up momentarily, joining me now, Nate Fritzen. Hello. Senior Jew correspondent. Happy to be here. Hello. Yeah. Shalom. Now, uh, we start with 27-year-old mom from Boogie D. Birthplace of hip-hop, the botanical G, and our first nominee, a mother of four, Tanisha Fearon, arrested by police, charged with murder, after throwing her six-month-old baby out the window of her apartment. This is... among the absolute worst ways to kill a baby. <laughs> there are many. There are many. What are... Babies are so easy to kill. That's true. From what I gather, it can be hard not to kill a baby. <laughs> yeah? It can. People, t- they die out an accident. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you, sometimes a baby will die. You had nothing to do with it. Yeah. You're just wheeling it down the street mm-hmm. in a stroller... And it gets away from me and rolls out in the middle of the street and, and it gets hit by a car. That probably happens a thousand times a day. Probably. Literally a thousand Literally. times a day. In New York City. I've seen that happen. I've never seen it happen. I've always wanted to see that. <laughs> and I've wanted to see someone kick a rat off of the sidewalk that goes flying into the air and lands in a baby carriage. Oh, man, that would be incredible. I have kicked a rat. Yeah. I've would. never I've never landed it in a uh, in a place that you wanted it to though. No, you got you, you didn't bend it like back on me. I didn't. No, I didn't hook it around a pole. Um, I, that would be so cool though. Geez, dang, dangling a baby over a balcony though. Yeah, I, it's from what I gather, uh, it's uh, happening a lot uh, in a six month period last year. Now uh, a lot of things can go wrong uh, to, as far as killing a baby though, and dangling a baby. I, again, I I do agree. One of the worst ways to kill a baby, mm-hmm. like like a baby can choke on a toy. Right. Or a wad of Play-Doh, a piece of toast. Really, a baby can choke on anything you like. Whatever comes to hand, the possibilities are endless. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's almost no object too small that you couldn't lodge it in the windpipe of a six-month-old baby. That's true. Uh, they have little bitty throats. Uh, now, uh, <laughs> And that way, you're not upsetting the neighbors. You know, it doesn't, yeah, you don't have to, it doesn't cause a commotion on the sidewalk. Not attracting a lot of attention. Right prompting anyone to call the authorities. You don't want to do that. You don't need to drop the baby out of the window anyway. If you just hold it up by its feet, maybe chest level, and let go, bingo, dead baby. Right. (laughs) Worst case scenario, you might have to drop it a few times. Right. You know, again, you, you know, you increasingly unpleasant. (laughs) Well, yeah, of course. But I mean, you, you know, that's what you use the bathtub. I mean, there's a perfectly, it's a perfectly good place for this. Dangling a baby outside of a balcony. That's so Mm. 2002, you know? I mean, come on. Jacko, back in the day? I mean, come on. Yeah, blanket. You're right? dangling blanket. You dangled blanket. This Maybe is it's just... so old, it's like the eight ball jacket. It's coming back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the of the ways to kill a baby. It's so retro. This is the eight ball jacket of killing <laughs> of ways to kill a baby. Here's, by, by the way, an easy baby dropping hack. 
uh, improved your odds by standing on the couch. <laughs> That's a murder tip, not a murder suggestion. Uh, this program takes no official position on on parents killing their babies, right? Because to do it would gravely compromise my integrity as a journalist. But once you intentionally drop your baby on its head, it's recommended you follow through until <laughs> he stops breathing, right? Because you probably just made him stupid. No, you don't want to. <laughs> that's where, yeah, that's where the only thing worse than a than a dead baby is a nearly dead stupid baby. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the worst thing of all. You'd rather have it be alert and and fucking. You know, right? Yeah, you gotta you raise this fucking thing. You have fucked up now. Yeah, don't. If, half measures will will truly avail you nothing. That's true. <laughs> How much do you like tying shoes? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if your baby's driving you nuts, take a vacation. That's all you really need. Just, I mean, just put the baby down. Go to the airport. When Set you, the baby down. When you come like, back in ten days, it'll be dead. Right. <laughs> you didn't kill your baby. You just forgot to pack it. Right. I mean, dropping your baby out of a window is what. It's not a good way to. In terms of not getting caught, it's. <laughs> Even worse, prior to throwing her baby out the window, Ms. Firon first attracted the attention of her neighbors by yelling and throwing things from the window. Other things, like a pre-baby, like a warm-up axe. Right, like Na- a what, like a watermelon? What do you said now? Yeah. Like a couple a couple ragdolls, a watermelon? <laughs> Lizette Rodriguez said the woman had been shouting, I'm going to throw her, we're all going to die. Firon was experiencing a break from reality. What does she think is in this baby? Uh, the devil, that, I that guess. That it's going to kill us all? Uh, She's going to, I'm going to throw her, we're all going to die. Well, she thinks, oh yeah, no, she doesn't think it's like a grenade or something. <laughs> right? yeah. It's the apocalypse is what she thinks it uh, is. Yeah, she's having a crazy break from reality. Well, let's hear her out. An ap- <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening, it's just a matter of how slowly. Right. You know, uh, it, uh, she was in the grips of an acute apocalyptic delusion, screaming about God, Satan, and the end of days. And she threw things out her sixth six floor window. Rodriguez called 911. Uh, that's the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Rodriguez called 911, and she heard the baby hit the ground while she was on the phone. And if you've never heard the sound of a baby hitting the ground, it sounds a lot like neighbors gasping. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, boy. Sounds like people wishing they hadn't seen it. I don't know I'd want to see that. I mean, like, I, I don't even watch beheading videos. No? Mm-mm. Oh, man, that's I all I watch. <laughs> that's my shit. I used to watch them, and then I got to the no. point where they just did not make me come. <laughs> it's just... I feel like I've said that a lot. More realistically, now, you, re- you know, okay. Do you remember when uh, when Letterman in the eighties? You, you might not remember. He used to drop watermelons off the roof, like you said. Yes, yeah, I do remember that. And uh, and and that I think that's probably what it sounds like. Probably. Now, of the three mother throwing a baby out of a window incidents which occurred in New York City between spring and fall of last year, this was probably the most dramatic. Uh, besides six-month-old Janilla, uh, she still had three kids, three, eight, and ten. Those are weird names, mm-hmm. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> uh, Next-door neighbor Gregorio Lopez. Now, now we're talking about this woman throwing her baby out the window. She's a nominee for Mother of the Year, New York City Crime Award Mother of the Year, and we're discussing how she threw her baby out in the Bronx of a six-floor window. Now, her ne- next-door neighbor Gregorio Lopez heard a commotion, and a man was yelling outside his door, please, God, he said, please help us. But uh, Gregorio here says he didn't want to leave his apartment. He didn't want to know what was happening. He didn't know what was happening. He I said, mean, we've all had days like that. I don't want to, you know, yeah. You know. Someone's yelling in the hallway. No, I don't I'm want not, to face I'm that. locking the door is what I'm doing. I might not even, uh, I might not, I might just try to, like, take a pill. After the man <laughs> left, uh, he uh, he climbed out on the roof. He peered, he peered down into the batshit Fearon's window. And Lopez said, I saw her naked. 
and the three kids naked, and I thought they were all dead, because nudity equals death. That's true. And then she jumps up and starts hitting the window, which is what, that's not a crazy reaction. That's a normal reaction. You're staring into her window, and she's naked with our yeah. kids naked. She's trying to, yeah, she's trying to have naked time alone with her children, all right? <laughs> just a little. Would you, would you afford the woman some privacy? And if the Her ho- daughter just died. If the apocalypse was coming, I what else would you do? Let's all get naked and lay down. It's true. It's uh, the best way to prepare. And what what would you do though if it was coming? I mean, I'll tell you what. I'm, I wouldn't have a plan in the event of the apocalypse. I don't think I'd just scream and run and, and just try to keep breathing. I'm just. I expect everyone to get raptured, and I won't. So. Oh, I, raptured. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's like some old-fashioned Southern shit. That's I the think. apocalypse, right? Isn't that what that is? Well, there's the rapture, I guess, is like everybody who's good gets zapped up, and yeah. everybody else has to deal with this shit. Well, yeah, and I mean, I, like I have not accepted Jesus shit. Christ as my Lord and Savior, so I, I do not, I do get not out. plan on getting raptured. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is that what a Jew is? <laughs> is that... Now the Messiah is coming someday in your mind, right? You, you figure that like, no, like Jesus was not the Messiah, but <laughs> I mean that's, that's what. Thing of, but isn't that uh, what Jews think? Yeah, of course. But I mean, you know. I'm a, like, listen, like like any good Jew, I, uh, I, I'm a complete and total atheist. Yes, that is the best <laughs> thing about Jews, is that they figured out a way to be religious and atheist mm-hmm. at the same time. You're, you're religious for the Hollywood points. Sure, sure, sure. But then you get your science points of being like, no, come, on, oh, come on, man, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the Messiah. Come on. Not having a Messiah, I think it really relaxes that whole deal. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really seem like that big It just have, it has a very, uh, Jews have a very passive attitude towards the Messiah. It's just kind of like, you know, the Messiah comes when the Messiah comes. Mm-hmm. I'll be here. I'm not going to make a big fuss about it. You know, when the Messiah comes, <laughs> then we'll talk about Israel and until not, then. Israel is the reason why you're not excited about that, I think, though. What do you that, mean? Well, you see, Israel. I love Israel. But the Jews were not supposed to have a state until the Messiah comes back. They're supposed to be deprived of a state until the Messiah returns. You have had no Messiah, and that they set up Israel. That is in defiance of God. Mm-hmm. And that's why you guys are all like, oh, the Messiah, whatever, we have a land. If yeah, you didn't have a land, have... you'd be all antsy about it. I mean, I would be antsy about it because like, I'd right? have nowhere to go when uh, you all decide you want to kill us again. <laughs> Um, how are you going to get to Israel when we want to kill you? <laughs> you can't get to Israel, motherfucker. We're trying to kill you. Look, the Jews are running shit anyway. Aren't you? Are, are we? Aren't you? Are we? How great? Are you? I'm doing a podcast in your... In uh, in my smallest room in, in New York in City. Your, in I the know. smallest room in New York City. I mean, how well am I doing? <laughs> well, here's the thing about the Jews. I imagine that there's one Jew who's like the super Jew... And he's like sort of in the middle of the of the globe, and he's like, and you've seen illustrations of this before. And there's he's like pulling levers and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. The what? Yeah. But he's not really the devil or anything. He's just like a guy who. Just, he's you know, just a you know he's uh you know he's union, you know. <laughs> he doesn't get the breaks that he should, but uh, you know it's a, it's a union job. But I, I'm telling you, they're not going to be able to. Uh, he's not. A, I always think of union people as being. Uh, Oh boy, I should just say tremendously hardworking and go on with this. Show. <laughs> Look, uh, I she had three more kids, but you're not going to spend the end of days changing diapers, you know. And, and uh, it's true, shell on the floor. It could have been worse, man. Every, for every kid she murdered, there were three who were unharmed. <laughs> so you got to look at it that way. It's much harder to murder a ten year old. And worse to murder a ten year old than it is to murder a baby. Yeah, that's just kind of like hitting the reset button, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, ten's old enough where he had to struggle a little. Mm-hmm. He's already learned where not to shit. He's got a. He's dare I say it, almost a personality. He's close, and in six months, what have you learned? You're in leech mode. Babies are just parasites. You know, sometimes that lasts until their mid twenties or later. If that kid gets killed, you know, it's just like free rides over. On a practical level, if you're gonna murder a child, the sooner the better. Youngest of four. I'm the youngest of four. Okay. It pains me to say that, but she <laughs> made the right choice because that uh, that that smallest one is gonna be the a lot of trouble. Uh, prior to her arrest for murdering her child, Fiona had been a family daycare provider. So she's she runs she used to run a daycare there okay. in her apartment. Licensed to take care of up to six kids a day in her apartment. She was uh, So she wasn't even at capacity. <laughs> right. What is she freaking out over? I do not know. I don't know what this fucking chick's problem uh, her license. It sounds like she April. wasn't ready to open a small business. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. And the stress mm. of running that business It gets to you. You know? Well, she's nominated for Mother of the Year. <laughs> so she's got that. Yeah. Now, uh, next, mm-hmm. 33-year-old Jennifer Barry. Yeah. To the Buddhists, a lifetime is just a blip. Cycles of birth, life, death, rebirth, until eventually enlightenment is, in- is attained. So to put a positive Buddhist spin on a story, which might otherwise be considered a little grim, an unnamed Bronx newborn took the express train to the next stop in his journey to Nirvana. Mere minutes of human life. From the pussy to the grave... Never even made it into a pair of booties, let alone a cradle. Ashes to ashes and hole to hole. This is a baby who never got to taste strained peas or be entertained by a potential Trump candidacy. Well, she used to work for the Administration for Children's Services. She was charged with second-degree murder after throwing her newborn infant from the seventh-floor window minutes after giving birth to the baby in her shower. God, lady, leave work at work. <laughs> she just squeezed it out uh, while she was in the shower. Her, and this is an incredible story. Um, her boyfriend, 20-year-old Giovanni Johnson. I swear to God that's his name. Gio. Gio Joe. Gio- <laughs> hey, Gio J. Gio Joe. <laughs> he got so many names. Gio Johnny. Giovanni Johnson. Johnny uh, Johnny. That's not a man who wants to be weighed down with kids, first of all. That's, right. That man's got a life to lead. 28-year-old Giovanni Johnson. I see that, like, when I see that guy in my head, like, he's got, he's the sort of guy who's got, like, stuff shaved into his eyebrows, you know? <laughs> he's, like, he's he's that kind of not ready to settle down. I look at this guy as a guy who's wearing, uh, like, a muscle shirt, but not right. a tank top, but a muscle right. shirt, and right. he goes to the to the uh, mirror to comb his hair, and then he just goes, hey, and doesn't even comb <laughs> it. Very Fonz, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giovanni was there Giovanni at the time. Giovanni. But here's what he didn't know that she was pregnant. He wasn't even aware he didn't even, she wasn't. Mama Thick, huh? I guess. <laughs> Mama Thick. <laughs> she had a, uh, yeah, I guess she's thick. And I guess like we're so trained to not be like, are you putting on a little. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> are you... I can't hey, do that. It's, uh, I couldn't help, you know, it was a long winter. Um, uh, are you putting on a little. You're chubby. You're so- <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, do that to, sorry to, to say. anybody. Uh, when I, it kind of makes you wonder about some of these women, like if you have you ever like convi- uh, like thought somebody was pregnant and they weren't. That I've I've never done. I've yeah I've never I've never asked a woman how far along she was or anything like that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna start doing that all the time. I figured out what what needs to be done, and it's that, uh, and 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 you know a lot of times people have called me misogynist and shit like that. I've heard it. I've heard whispers of that. And uh, and I've gone like that's ridiculous. I treat women really well. I'm not that. 
Um, but I have to face the truth. I despise women. <laughs> I just fucking hate your guts if you're a woman. And uh, and I think you might be pregnant. How far along are you? Are you a woman listening to this show? <laughs> How far along are you? You got a kid in there, right? You got a big fat kid in there. You got a fat. Like, yeah, kid's fat. <laughs> kid's fat and <laughs> you're only... fat. You're fat. You got a fat kid and you have a fat person inside a fat person. Yeah. You are stuck. You are Russian nesting dolls. You... <laughs> fat. Fat kids. You could not be more disgusting. You're and, a big fat uh, pig. <laughs> so take that. Yeah. I'm Nate Fritz in The Last Feminist. <laughs> this woman is an incredible example of how not to have a baby. Uh, she had a baby in 2008 who died. I don't know if it was also Giovanni Johnson's. I don't even know if this one was Giovanni Johnson's. The Westchester County Medical Examiner concluded the baby had died of sudden infant death syndrome. Mm-hmm. And this was in 2008. Now, once she killed her current baby, they decided to take a second look at the death of that first baby. <laughs> they opened up a cold case yeah. on a baby? On a baby, yeah. <laughs> What's the point? I mean, yeah. How awful were these detectives mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. examined this? Oh, you know, we didn't see, we didn't think foul play. Yeah. I mean, it was in a drawer when we got there. <laughs> <laughs> Under some clothes. Uh, yeah, that's funny. She had already, she, she should have gone with the SIDS again because it's a lot more subtle. That's, yeah, that's the, and it's better to have, it's the perfect crime. Better crib death than curb death. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The newborn still had that new baby smell. And, uh, and, and the afterbirth was still connected. Yeah. She still had the new baby. She hadn't even given it a name. May I suggest Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> the afterbirth also didn't have a name. But by the time they hit the ground, really hard to tell them apart. Matt, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> they were just they were just there. <laughs> Daily News said, excuse me, that the former child welfare worker seemed possessed. Uh, 29-year-old Kenneth Bolton agreed. I guess he must be like a neighbor. Devil was in her eyes, he said. It was more like... She was not human. She was deranged. Like she was lost. You know, when someone has that look in their eyes, like they don't know where they are. I've been at the bar at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Sure. I've seen them. Those are the, that's how you know they're ready to fuck. Right, because they're, uh, they're pregnant and they're... They have uh, a look in their eyes like they don't know where they are. Right. Deranged. <laughs> it's called hammered and ready. I despise you. After a, an autopsy, the uh, the medical examiner... Determine the cause of death. You'd think this would be an easy one, right? Yeah, I would the say. Baby just had a long fall. Maybe there's a connection. <laughs> Medical. Now this baby, uh, this baby wasn't a gymnast, was it? This uh, this newborn baby. This wasn't. Was this unusual? Was it? Well, how now had the baby been working as a stunt baby, or was this, or this was this is out of out of the ordinary behavior? Was, was there a trampoline normally there? Was there that was not there this time? Uh, the medical examiner determined the cause of death. Multiple blunt force trauma. I guess uh, I guess you probably could have done this one by phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you perform an autopsy on a pile of baby? <laughs> yeah, boy. A spokesman for the Westchester County DA said, we are going to take a second look at that fucking case. I'll tell you that one. In 2008, we think she might have killed that fucking baby. I thought that was a weird quote. That is a strange. <laughs> they they should hire a PR person. That's, <laughs> that is a pretty that is smooth. A... <laughs> it lets you know right where they're at, though. Right. Yeah, I feel like they're leaning one way. Currently, no plans I, to dig the baby up, but they're not ruling it out. I gotta do. I gotta like what? What are we gonna do? Kind of, what? 
you'd have to be able to find something in its lungs, like water, maybe uh-huh. that it drowned or some shit. I guess. Is also is she uh, is she gonna? Do they think babies. she's gonna skate on what? this one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like yeah, I just gave fifteen life, right? It's murder. It's it's throwing a baby out a window. I mean, it's, it's a late term abortion. Good luck finding. Good luck finding a jury to go. Now let's hear her out. Listen, I know yeah. I'm I'm the most liberal jury in the world, oh, but fuck. a woman's right to choose. If you get <laughs> six or seven women on that jury, no problem. No, they, there's no way they'll convict her. No way that a bunch of women would convict her. They'd you be hate, like, you do hate women. No, no, you they do. would, but they wouldn't. They'd be like, they'd be like, I know it's hard. Being a mother is the hardest. It's the hardest ever. job and in the world. I mean, she was doing it at that point for about three minutes. <laughs> that's and that's how hard it is. Out. It just wears you out. There's something to this. There is something to this, yeah. man. Yeah. That job was so hard. <laughs> that just. I've always laughed every time somebody says that's the hardest job, but I've never uh, committed a felony punishable by the death penalty in some states yeah. to get out of any job that I've ever had. It's so, yeah. I mean, it's mostly deli counters that I've worked at, but I mean, being a mom seems pretty difficult. Most of those are on the front first floor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we have one more. And by the way, whatever happened to woman's right to choose? Uh, Rashida Chowdhury, 21, 21-year-old Rashida Chowdhury of Richmond Hill, Queens, which we, I go, I'm there all the time. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's so much work in Richmond Hill, Queens. Uh, she threw her baby out the window. Uh, she was charged with second-degree murder and intentional murder of a, of a victim less than 11 years old. I don't know why they weren't all charged with that. Uh, intentional murder of a victim less than 11 years old. It's, it seems like. This That's one had a motive. Is undeniable. What you're I don't know. I could, it, if it's intentional murder, yeah. this one had a plan. Well, she did have. A, she did kill it intentionally. She says it. She admits it. Maybe that's the difference. She yeah. said her son. Now her son was only 19 days old, and according to the young mom, already possessed by the devil. Man, why would the devil want to inhabit the body of an infant? I have no idea. You can't do shit. In that tiny, uncoordinated, little you know, weak body. You know, because we all, because the devil wants to grow up too, you know? The devil never got to have a childhood. He's uh, the devil. He wants you know? to discover, like, things, like you a know, light bright. Yeah, he wants to, you know, what's it feel like to strangle a dog? You know, he wants to learn that as a boy. <laughs> right. You know, what's it? What's it like to, uh, you know... Pull the wings off a fly. Yeah, you know, set a little girl's hair on fire. What if you know? I shit I mean, my diaper, and then as soon as I get changed, shit it again? Man, that's something the devil would do right yeah. there. That is, I'm not even a parent. He'd, like, hold back a little turd. Right. To be like, oh, oh here's one more. You missed one. Hey, and by the way, <laughs> they'd pull up his little devil cloven hoof. Yeah. Fuck you. And you then, know? and then uh, the song Aqualung starts. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which, it, it's... Cut it, print it. It's a movie. (laughs) Let's make this film. 19 days old. He can't do shit. There were four adults and two children in the apartment at the time the baby was thrown out the window. Neighbors were shocked by the baby's death. I don't despise you, okay? You're fine. I like you, okay? If you made it this far, (laughs) I didn't turn it off. It's just a thing that I do sometimes. I I know it's a little extreme. Uh, the neighbors were shocked by the baby's death. <laughs> and they're supposed to be, right? Right. They're like, oh, no, yeah. We knew that any day now she was going to do that. Yeah, this is... Uh, that, that baby was supposed to be the devil. The devil was in the baby. That was one of my... What's uh, going to do? That was one of my favorite quotes uh, of this. One of the neighbors said, uh, this is such a quiet neighborhood. Oh yeah, you like, never see you never see things like this on that. Uh, like yeah, like we don't usually we don't usually have the devil on this block. We don't. 
I mean, that's one of the reasons we decided on this neighborhood because incidents of demonic possession were demonic low. Demonic possession and baby killing. Yeah. Very, they had very few. For a na- for your average Queens neighborhood, yeah, very few. I I don't remember what it was. Babies thrown out the window. It was expressed with a decimal, and I said, <laughs> "Good enough." Yeah, that's you're right. That is funny. Yeah. Oh my God, that's terrible," said one resident. Why would they do that? <laughs> Devil baby. Devil baby. Once again. I mean, how many times do you need to know? But like, these people are such squares. It's commonplace in my neighborhood when someone doesn't want their baby, they throw that son of a bitch out the window. Right. And there's like uh, somebody from Planned Parenthood down there. Look, it works. They wor- catch it in a trash barrel and they wheel it off. It works with bottles and cans. It's recyclable. Right. And that's it's it's well, I guess it's more like the uh, compost pile. Right. <laughs> Is baby compostable? A dead baby? Well, they're gonna use the parts, right? Uh, you know what? The, that's what Planned Parenthood does, basically. I think what they do is they, they harvest organs of babies, and they just have a big bin of like hearts and kidneys, and mm-hmm. you just show, you know, just there's like a scoop. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they use it for like uh, a general store. I th- yeah, like a general store, and they sell it. It's like the the dark net. It's a dark net general store. Yeah. Uh, so it's all in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. She was. Uh, this- you can get a baby arm for like, like one Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. How much is a Bitcoin in dollars? I have no idea. It's like it's some kind of negative currency. The baby was possessed by the devil, and uh, she said she was stopping the pain by throwing him out the window. This, I believe. I mean, you definitely stop the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a real question. How many throwing a baby out of window jokes can we write? <laughs> the answer is a lot. This is going to be a small reach um, because uh, this is a Harlem mom. Uh, who uh, and it's a bit of a different story, uh, and and no baby gets thrown out of a window in this story. But this is the fourth nominee. There's no set number on nominees for Mother of the Year. This no, is no, the no. fourth nominee. I mean, they're all special. Imagine you're a mom. Okay, I want you to do this, Nate, and 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 you too. I, I want you to do it too. Yeah. Where you sit. Um, imagine you're a, a mom. Okay, and you have a 19 year old son, and he's a good kid. He works, goes to college. Are you there? Yeah. You with me? He lives. He lives. You know. You live with your kid. And the kid's father in Harlem. And your name is Brenda. Okay. That's okay. a good mom name. Okay. Brenda's got a baby. So, Brenda. Hi, Brenda. How yeah. are you? Hey. Hi. How are things with your son, Anthony? How are things in Harlem? Oh, Anthony's doing great. Uh, he's uh, Anthony's in college and now, Anthony's actually. father, Franklin. How are things with Frank? Him? Frank's fine. You know, it's same old Franklin. You know. So you're under the general impression everything's good. Everything okay. is, thank God, everything is going very so Brenda, well. Thank one you. We're very blessed. You're watching television with Anthony, and you're watching the local news. They start talking about a crime story. It's an attempted rape, and it's in the same general area of the city where you are, and the attacker is still at large, this really gets your attention. Mm. It's one of those news stories where they ask for the public's help to identify the criminal, where they give the familiar Crime Stoppers number, 1-800-577-TIPS. And if you can help identify this this guy, or if you have any information on his whereabouts... Well, I'd love to help out. Well, they uh. showed the surveillance footage of the alleged attempted rapist, and she instantly recognized him. His whereabouts were the fucking couch. <gasps> it's her son. <laughs> She's watching television, and her son. And for comedic purposes, I like to think he's wearing the same shirt. Right. <laughs> it's, goes, it's, That's not me. And it's what? like a real distinct yeah. shirt, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that when he saw the story come on, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna make some popcorn." Well, I got to uh, hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> Just gonna mosey, mosey on in to wake up Franklin. 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 <laughs> Attempted rape. In Washington Heights, this is the TV news reporting it, the, the mm-hmm. pervert spotted her on the C train, and when she got off the train, he followed. Trailed her to her building on West 172nd Street, all the way into the elevator. It was around 1 a.m. when he took out his penis 
and began masturbating. <sighs> Imagine you're watching TV with your mom and the story comes on the news. They have you on surveillance. This is the worst way to get caught jerking off. This <laughs> <laughs> is absolutely. <laughs> you're, the whole city's involved at this uh, point. Yeah. There's a manhunt for you jerking off in an elevator. And they're like, son, come on. You're too old for that. <laughs> He's like, doesn't he really knock? <laughs> the guy made it all the way to the elevator and then he couldn't resist any longer. Yeah, it seems like an elevator. Is there an elevator in your building? No, no, of course not. Yeah, it seems like a, like a luxury, but then every time we talk about an, an elevator, someone's getting raped in it. Someone's getting raped, someone's pulling a gun. Getting set on fire. Yeah. Someone's losing uh, a leg. I know. Someone's getting chewed up by the fucking elevator. Boys will be boys. Yeah, this time when we talk about an elevator, someone's getting raped, and, and she uh, woke up Ramon's dad right away. They all went down to the precinct. I've heard stories of people who shoplifted when they were kids, and they took a piece of gum or something, Yeah, their mom made them return the gum. Yeah. You go tell that story what you did. I get the feeling that if Brenda would have done that to Ramon, maybe none of this shit would have happened. What, go to go to the woman and tell go, her? Go back and say, you know, like, take responsibility for a crime that he did. There must have been something that she caught him in. Rape is not the first bad thing she caught him in. You right? think so? I just don't think so. I mean, because this is I got to be like, honest, you know, as a as a son with a mother, mm-hmm. uh, I am appalled by this story. You Oh, I am flat out appalled that she would uh, give up her son like that. Where is the loyalty? I mean, like, you know, I've, I've never raped anybody. But even so, I'd like to think, you know, my family wouldn't hand me over to the authorities. I'd like to think that if you yeah, that they'd be on your side a little. Oh, I mean, at a, least hear your somewhat, side of the story. Yeah. Not, I, you know, I mean, it doesn't, you know, g- granted, there is a videotape of me jerking off in front of a woman. Okay. You know. that's That looks in, bad. In this scenario. That did used to, in, back in the 80s, like early 80s, it was not that big big of a deal to take out your penis and masturbate. Girls would just, like, roll their eyes. It was not like your mom was going to turn you in. She'd be like, put that away. Right, Dinner right. time, wash it's, your hands. Wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only she would have dropped him out of a window as a baby, this, this shit never would have happened. That's that's the lesson. Think of it that way. Yeah, none Somebody of drop a baby out of the window that you might be preventing a rape. All none of those three have ever or will ever rape anybody. So, I mean, that's a true statistic. That's a yeah. You could write. You could put that in the bank. You can put it in the bank, and and you can collect eight percent interest on it. Uh, some kind of subprime. His father Franklin <laughs> said it was. I, I I think that uh, it was. He says it was shocking to see your son up there, uh, wanted for some crime that we knew nothing about. See, usually yeah. they know. Right. He's a good kid. Goes to college. Works at night. His dad Franklin is shocked that his college-age son is accused of rape. Son, <laughs> what in college? In college? What? That never happens. <laughs> I. It, I would not go to college now. I think that they're try- they're trying to get boys out of college. I think is what they're trying to do is run. Who is they? Run kids out of well, okay. Who does the most? Uh, I think Twitter is what I'm thinking. Twitter. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Twitter. Twitter is trying to get boys out of college. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, the winner of the New York City Crime <laughs> Award for Mother of the Year, Brenda Ramon. Brenda. Brenda Ramon. Uh, now Ramon was arrested on a slew of charges, including attempted rape, burglary, and stalking because of his mom, who just flat was a great mom and, and did the right thing. I guess you have to give it to her that um, she's the only one whose uh, child survived. <laughs> uh, so she is kind of by default mother of the year. That That's a good point. 
one uh now there was another one here um that i arguably deserved to be nominated for mother of the year and it was shut out but see if you can guess why this woman did not snag a nomination for nyc crime report mother of the year i really do like you two young women in the bronx 22 year old ashley wade and 22 year old angelique sutton they're both 22 they're friends since childhood both pregnant and excited about becoming first-time mothers Angelique was due December 2nd. Ashley was due around November 15th to the 22nd, depending on who's asking. And in the ninth <laughs> month of Angelique's pregnancy, Ashley invited her over to her apartment in Wakefield. And during that visit, she slit her childhood friend's throat, cut her open, and took out the baby, intending to keep it as her own. You and know, I, when the clock's ticking, you know. You can just hear 22. it. You can 22. just hear it ticking. Uh, How many good years you got left? I bet you that was surprising to everyone. Yeah, I bet that was like, whoa, that's, I wouldn't have come here. You know, I uh, that was going to happen. You know, uh, you expect that from a 35-year-old, but. Yeah, exactly. You, you know. expect it from somebody in a Bible era. Sure. I, I, you know, shit like that must have happened all the time in the Bible days. Probably. If oh, yeah. If you want a kid and you don't really understand how it works, you're like, how did she, I want it. And you just, <laughs> you're not even thinking, you know. It's like grabbing a sandwich out of somebody's hand. <laughs> You just don't. Just like it. Here's the other thing. Wade wasn't even pregnant. That's the other girl. The one who cut the woman out. Now, all this time she's yeah. supposed to be pregnant. Well, she wasn't. The she sonogram. was just fat. <laughs> just a fat woman. And the sonograms. Now, we have women who, who you know, they conceal their pregnancy in this, in this episode. And then some that uh, project pregnancy they don't have. In order to. That is a long con right Long there, con. To be At like, least nine months. Yeah. That like I'm pregnant. Sonograms, uh, with the the, the father had been posting on Facebook page. They were found on Google Images to be taken uh, straight off. They the all phone. have like a stock footage stamp on it. <laughs> That's one of those things. Stock picture stamp. Yeah, they, they had acquired a fair amount of little girl clothes too. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. But you know why she needed them though? Because she intended to get that other kid. Right. Obviously, she was willing to do whatever it took, including stabbing her friend to death and going all. Cave lady midwife on her. She should be a great midwife. At least one account, uh, by at least one account, she did a very good job of cutting the baby out of her friend's stomach, though. Bronx Councilman Andy King, who showed up at the scene. Andy King, Bronx Councilman, a bit flamboyant, wears a fedora. Uh, one of those brown suits with stripes. He's you know, thin, nicely cut. He's, he shows up at the scene to get quoted in the paper because he you know, likes to get quoted in the newspaper. And he said, it looks like the baby was surgically removed. That's to make people feel better. There you go. Yeah, like almost, that was his expert medical opinion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Councilman. That's a good surgery right there. <laughs> now, that's a, clean, that's a clean wound. Guess I, it won't matter. I mean. Because she, she dead. She dead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She dead. But, I mean, it, it, people uh, may think that the uh, city council mostly just decides where, like, a new stop sign should go. Right. No. They're elected officials who provide an important link between the people of the city and other people in government who are more important. And they're like a link. They know uh, a lot about what happens. They have a level of understanding about the city and about the citizens who make New York City great. They have the ability to share uh, like a, uh, an, an upgraded perspective of events. Mm -hmm. That's what I think they can do. Right. So here's what he says. This is unforeseeable. With the holidays approaching, what a bloody way to start the season. <laughs> I can like, what the fuck, lady? 
Why'd you get cut up for? <laughs> what the fuck? This is not, I'm talking holidays, you know? It's Black Friday. Chestnuts. <laughs> Open fire. <laughs> All that shit. <laughs> not dead baby. Surgical wound. Huh. This is unforeseeable. Oh, yeah, it sure is. Well, once Wade did this thing, she called her boyfriend Angel Prelo. I swear to God, the names. Angel Prelo. If, mm-hmm. if, if I had an editor... And I got that. I would just they they would put a big yeah. red pen through that. Right. Think of something better. <laughs> he called the cops when he got there, and they arrived at the blood-soaked scene, and they found Angel Prelo holding the newborn, waiting for them outside, sitting there, and twenty-two-year-old Sutton inside, carved up like a jack-o'-lantern. The afterbirth on the floor. Wade herself had cut the cord. As cops arrived, she kept telling them, "It's my baby." <laughs> this is my baby. Now, uh, I'm sure that the guy who got sudden pregnant, you know, feels like he really got the worst luck that life has to offer. A terrible thing like this: the woman dies, and the baby survives. Just could not be worse. It is right. all on you. But I, that guy is going to get a lot of ass. He will. That's like having a dog. It is. It it's, is a child. Yeah. It's it's a good half a dog or three quarters. And the mother was murdered? Yeah, the mother was murdered. The baby was ripped out. Let me see that little baby. Oh, my God. Do you need anything? Oh my, and really... you're raising this kid by yourself? Yeah. I mean, can I have grown to wear? I'm raising him by myself, and I need your panties. <laughs> I'm sure that the—I'm that uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that not many women have the strong of a maternal instinct that it drives them to kill. You no, know? it's usually once you have the kid, that's when you're driven to kill something to protect the child. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that you would destroy another mother and try to, absor- like, she tried to, like, she tried to, she tried to, like, absorb her motherhood, like, in Jet Li's The One, where, like, you, like, absorb the power from someone else you it's kill. Exa- it's exactly what I was about to say. Right. Jet Li's The One. <laughs> but you can't say this woman didn't want a baby. Right. You can't. <laughs> that's, this was not an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is- this was no boat accident. This is no baby accident. This is no childbirth accident either. It was a woman, Ashley Wade. It was a long con. F- faking a pregnancy to the world in order to lay the groundwork for this murder kidnapping. I, I would dare say that I would make her mother of the year, but she was not a mom. She was not a mom. So That's she, the reason. She's not a mom. She's not a mom. Doesn't count. Well, we have the NYC Crime Award for Best Murder. Now, wow. all the things you can do. This the, is quite the, I mean, this is quite the category. It is. And they say that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the the be- if the most grandiose compliment you can pay to somebody is to take their life from them. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, when a woman tried to murder me, I thought I that had more impact than most women uh, ever had on me. You right? remember her forever. It's like my head is still spinning around and around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I do remember her. You never forget it the first time. No. Lamar Davenport is going to be the first nominee. All we right. have three murders, three boroughs, one winner. Murder one, Manhattan, above Harlem, beneath Inwood, Washington Heights, two notable locations, Bennett Park. That's where General George Washington, that's how they got the name of Washington. Okay. Washington Heights. Uh, it's it's it. Bennett Park is where General George Washington and troops from his Continental Army they set up camp to monitor the advancing redcoats 
and it's the highest point of Manhattan, right there at Bennett Park, at the intersection where Hudson Street intersects with Bleecker Street in Abington Square. I'm going all the way down to the West Village right now. Go with me there in your mind. All right. You're way down in the West Village, and you're where Hudson Street intersects with Bleecker. That's Abing- Abington Square. Now Hudson Street becomes 8th Avenue, and then 8th Avenue at that point. And then it runs north for 44 blocks through Chelsea, the Garment District, the east end of Hell's Kitchen, Midtown, and the Broadway Theater District. We are moving through blocks. This is like a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. 59th Street, it's not 8th Avenue anymore. It becomes uh, it becomes Central Park West right there at Columbus Circle. It goes in a little circle. When it comes out the other side, Central Park West, which it loyally and logically remains for all 51 blocks of Central Park. And then at 110th Street... Where the park ends, it becomes Frederick Douglass Boulevard. Gets a full name, a full respectable first and last name. Sure. Frederick Douglass Boulevard extends one block past 155th Street, where it merges with Harlem River Drive. Why am I saying all this? Because last year, 18 robberies were reported on that last block of Frederick Douglass Boulevard between 155th Street and Harlem River Drive, more than any other block in the city. Really? Yeah, which led to the paper of record the New York Post designated as one of the the most dangerous blocks in the city. Why the fuck would anybody be that far? I don't know, but Mm -hmm. people are. Right. They uh, go buy a can of something. Well, up a few blocks and west through the bottom tip of Highbridge Park, which Highbridge Park is a long, thin park there. Mm -hmm. And this is at 162nd Street near Nicholas Avenue. Now, hold that spot. And... Think back to the summer. It was pretty mild. The sure. night of August 15th, 33-year-old actress Adina Hines, along with her boyfriend Lamar Davenport, met some friends for dinner, and they commented on, on how happy she was. She was. I've never seen her so happy. Well, by 3 a.m., her life would be over. Adina, the granddaughter of Morgan Freeman, stabbed in the street like a common, a non-celebrity granddaughter. Well, that was why you had that big exposition where you were just talking and talking and talking. Then you were just that's uh, that really sets up this story really well. This this educate this show is an educational show. Yeah, this show is not only just about like oh blood blood blood. It's also about street street street. Right. Well, by three a.m., our life is over, and she's the granddaughter of Morgan Freeman. She stabbed in the street. Her drug-addled boyfriend Lamar, ranting about devils and Jesus Christ. A lot of devils this year. You're a right. lot of devils. You're right. People not a lot of people not tolerating. A lot the devil. of people upset with the devil. Tired of the devil and their loved ones. I look in. I look at my loved ones. I see the devil. I say, "Get out, devil." Yeah, and that's it. I give them a chance. Hey, devil, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. And if he's not out, if you're not out in ten seconds, I start stabbing. Right. Well, that's what. <laughs> well, that's what Lamar did. He did. He you want to say that in a Morgan Freeman? Well, that's what Lamar did. <laughs> that's what Lamar. And that's exactly what Lamar did. This is how bad I am at accents. That that's my Morgan yeah, Freeman. It's uh, uh, I kind of uh, speak somberly. Yeah, kind of. That's what Morgan Freeman did. <laughs> you have a you have a joke. One of my favorite jokes of yours, Nate Fritz, and you might not know this. Uh, Nate Fritz, and senior Jew correspondent. He he doesn't make a full time living being a senior Jew correspondent. Um. He's also a comedian, and that's where he, he subsidizes his senior Jew correspondent money with mm-hmm. uh, some stand-up. I'm in the I don't Jew mean cor- to, Am I really too much? No, here? no, no. I'm in the Jew correspondence for the love. It's true. Okay. Um, so, um, and yeah, and I, I assumed that you got some sort of, like, government kickback or yeah, something yeah. to write off. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, yeah, yeah. So Nate has a joke. We're hanging out in Bushwick, 
I'm going to do your joke. Yeah, okay, good. And he goes, uh, I'll take this one off then. He goes, yeah. <laughs> he goes, you know, we're standing there talking, and uh, a black guy comes up to talk to us. And, and I'm going to do, by the way, this is the worst impression of a black guy you're ever going to hear. <clears throat> hey, man. <laughs> now, I got it right in spirit. Yeah. But you have the hey man that makes me laugh. Well, thank you, man. Wait, wait, so give me the, <clears throat> dude, give me the worst hey, black uh, impression I'm ever gonna hear. This is gonna be the worst black voice you've ever heard. And he goes, uh, "Hey, man." <laughs> you know, uh, that's uh, that's that's you've got the shit you were doing about uh, about relationships and stuff too. And that's off topic, but who gives a fuck? Nobody's <laughs> listening anyway. <laughs> Lost my touch. Uh, was. Uh, <clears throat> You, you say that, like, you just keep having sex until uh, she wants to fight with you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how you get into a relationship. That's it. Oh, my God. Then eventually God. you go get brunch. It's so, and eventually get brunch, yeah. <laughs> and then you got to start telling people. Yeah. It's, well, you're in pictures together. Yeah. So it's on the internet. That's forever. So. <laughs> and they, that's what happened with, him, with Morgan Freeman and his granddaughter, by yeah. the way. I don't know if you're aware, but a lot of people were under the impression he was fucking her. That was the rumor for a minute. I remember that. It's, uh, <clears throat> that, that must be a weird feeling, both if you're fucking her and if you're not fucking her. You know? They were holding hands in public. If you're, if you're not fucking her, it probably feels great to know you could get it. You know? You could still get. That people think you can. You could get someone 60 years your junior, uh-huh. but, or however old. By the way, she's step granddaughter. Ooh. So well, that's, I mean. It's a horse of a different color. That's a different, I don't, you know, who cares how you met? I got to say, I, that's kind of how I feel. I used to feel different about that. I used to feel like, oh, you know, people, uh, you know, if something grows or some shit like that. You know, now I'm just like, I don't care, man. Like, if, I don't, if, if it's not illegal, I don't have a problem with it. If I had an attractive stepsister that I grew up with and she wanted to fuck and I was single, or if I had a wife who would just be cool about it, I think this is a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. We were close in age. We had some sexual tension in our late teens. I want to resolve it once and for all, twice at the most. <laughs> like, if I came right away, if I came right away, I might take another pass. But after that, whatever happens, if there's a cuddle period, and she didn't get all dressed, then I'd fuck her all weekend. <laughs> and if there's a second date, my wife can watch. If she she can join in. I if there's care. a second date. I just don't care about it right. anymore. You know? <laughs> but I don't have an attractive stepsister. She's like a 4.6. <laughs> so... Uh, and, and that sexual tension only counts for so much. He, he told her, get out, devils. I cast you out. Oh, my God. Lamar Davenport, you done killed Adina Hines, granddaughter of Morgan Freeman, uh, addled on drugs, uh, plunging this hunting knife into the actress's sweet-ass body. The New York Post said 30-year-old Davenport was in the throes of a drug-addled psychosis when he performed what witnesses described as an exorcism on Morgan Freeman's granddaughter, she was possessed. That is kind of different. Again, you know? that's got to uh, that's got to really piss off exorcists. Uh huh. Yes. It's like just anyone anyone stabbing a woman is performing an exorcism. Yeah. There's a little listen. There's a little more. There's a little more nuance to what I do. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I would think that there's a whole Latin thing that I <laughs> right. do. I don't know if you noticed that. I, lo- so we, I like. I read. Readings. I learned a whole thing. I came in. I came over to your house and weirded you out. Yeah, you act like it's just show up and start and stabbing. Just show up in a flat brim and murder somebody. I mean, well, said, it's you not... hit her 17 times with that knife. Okay, now the devil's in there. They would have caught some steel, but there's no way to conduct an exorcism. That's like the kid, he's out of his element. That's like if you're possessed by the devil. That's like if you had a haunted house right. and you try to clear it with a, re- a wrecking ball. Right. You know? Yeah. You're throwing away the, the baby with the bathwater. People still need God, but they've turned away from the church. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you get a lot of do-it-yourself exorcisms. 
did you have that thing where they <laughs> no i didn't have that uh, no i didn't have that uh and and if I wonder if they do that for female genital mutilation, <laughs> right? If they, the it's the only way to get it out. <laughs> I gotta I have to go down on this little girl. <laughs> Listen, rules are rules. You read the Quran. No, 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 This uh, is a terrible thing. You don't get anything out of the clit after that. You cut it off at the yeah, end. Yeah, that's awful. And a clit is a terrible thing to waste. It's true. They should at least be making a necklace. A bracelet, a friendship bracelet, <laughs> friend clit bracelet, a clit friend. It's my little clit friend. The clits. I know, I know. We're down on a clits and shit. That's maybe they do it because the devil's in the pussy. Did you know this about Morgan Freeman? Um, in a spot eighty-one blocks south of this murder, and uh, forty-four years previous at eighty-first and Broadway. Easy reader Morgan Freeman got his start at Teletape Studios as an original cast member of a kid's educational show called The Electric Company. No. I remember it. I Currently, didn't know that. he's right below Harrison Ford as the 71st highest, uh, excuse me, seventh highest box office star. Not 71st, seventh. And as the song says, though, no amount of box office receipts can keep an amateur rapper from murdering your granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, or, you know, slash girlfriend. But. That's over with, and I got no problem with it. Now, the next murder is in Queens. A handyman said he was owed $200, so he paid a visit to his boss in the Kew Gardens, uh, in Kew Garden Hills. 21-year-old, his name is Rematula Popal. He told police that his boss gave him a blank check and told him to beat it. So he goes there for his $200 that he's owed. Mm -hmm. He's a handyman. And uh, he he, he gives him a blank check and says, leave. Well... He says, Papa, the story that he that he gives, because he's the, the one that's still alive after this murder, he broke into the boss's home through the basement, and when Lapian saw him, he started screaming, Robber! Robber! <laughs> he started fighting. And that's just after the estimate. Yeah. <laughs> Papa told the detectives two stories. He said he picked up a, a piece of plastic roofing and shoved his boss with it, and he hit his head and fell to the floor. And also, he told the story that his boss had a seizure, and then he held the victim down with a piece of the shed until the victim stopped moving. Because that's what you do. You grab anything handy, and you hold them down until they stop moving. That's mm-hmm. the procedure for right. a seizure. You, 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 if you want to, That's what you do. If, you, yeah. if somebody's having a you seizure... You want to block and, the airways. And you want to kill them, right? Yeah, right. Uh, now, you hold them when they stop moving. Uh, finally, they will eventually stop moving. Then you mm-hmm. just look around for anything of value. Now, I've told you two stories. Take your pick. That's what he says. Lapian's death ruled a homicide after the medical examiner determined that the victim's heart condition was aggravated by the fight causing the death. He says uh, he fled at the, he fled the scene. He was arrested 20 blocks away near a gas station on Main Street. This is a very interesting person, uh, this murderer. He's a handyman, first of all. Mm-hmm. Handyman. Don't trust a handyman. They are off the grid, essentially. He's probably giving you a fake name. Yeah, I mean, they mean they can work as anything, you know, as long as you show up and seem like you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to ask him to demonstrate his handiness before you hire him. And then you're going to come in and ceiling fan's going to be on the wall. There it is. Yeah. What do you, like, you know? Uh, shit, dude. No, it doesn't have to go there. Um, And then he's like, pay me. Give me my $200 <laughs> right. or I'll kill you. Or I'll kill you. Robber. Now, sources said while he was being questioned, he swallowed an object, which he told the police was heroin. 
<laughs> if anyone it's man, un- this guy doesn't know how to <laughs> this it's one or the other it's hey what's this or hey that's heroin you know it's like uh yeah that's funny it's unknown if he ate heroin because it, it seems doubtful though the primary motivation to suddenly eat heroin <laughs> while being questioned by the police would be to prevent them from learning about the heroin. Right. <laughs> so it would defy every instinct to instantly blurt it out. <laughs> heroin. It's heroin. It's doubtful he just got oh, hungry. Oh, this? He just got hungry while the cops were he talking to him. He thought, you know, I still have a snack. I think I got some heroin left over from lunch. <laughs> I don't want, uh, I couldn't eat much. To just, uh, I couldn't eat. I just had heroin. I, I just had a little a, bite of heroin. I just in my had mind. some heroin, so I can't. Plus, I, I'm he, actually not hungry. If he did swallow heroin, he'd feel it. You know, he'd be in the back of the squad car and it would hit him, and suddenly he'd break out in dirty jeans and sunglasses <laughs> listening to some classic Bowie. Yeah. Victim's credit card, blank check, and diamond ring were in Paul's pockets. That's the second nominee for Murder of the Year. I wanted to go unusual. I think that was a pretty good nominee. That is a good nominee. I'm going to tell you right now. He's not the winner. <laughs> Nobody voted for Paul hardly at all. So I don't mean to like really lower the suspense, uh, suspense of the situation, but uh, it's just a fact. And I'm not gonna, you, I'm not gonna bullshit you guys. The five of you still listening? Well, in the Bronx, twenty year old, a twenty year old was fatally stabbed outside of his place of work. A car wash called Hand Jobs Inc. The part time employee of Hand Jobs Inc. Car wash was stabbed once in his left side on Bronxwood Avenue. Police arrived to find the victim conscious on the sidewalk outside Hand Jobs Inc., where the victim worked. He was rushed to Jacoby Hospital, where he later died. No arrests have been made. The investigation is ongoing. When reached for comment, the victim's corpse said, For the love of God, it was part time. <laughs> Please find my killer. When the winner for New York City Crime Award for Best Murder is. It goes to Lamar Davenport for killing two. Morgan Freeman's granddaughter. And I, for one, can't wait to hear his mixtape. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm elated. This next category, it, uh, f- it, it finds our two most prominent comic books engaging in a game of cuntologist. I'm talking, of course, about the Daily News and the New York Post. And by cuntologist, well, I think you know what I mean. I think somebody who is... If you uh, knew that the last category was uh, cunt apologist or most egregious cunt, mm-hmm. um, I would have front-loaded with less... Uh, I would have front-loaded the show with maybe more positive female stuff as opposed to, yeah, uh, no. you know, uh, saying that uh, you think there's a conspiracy. Do you really think there's not, though? <laughs> I, mean, think, there's, I mean, why else... If they weren't using Twitter to keep kids out of college, why? You think it's it's so women are in cahoots with Twitter to keep men out of college? Well, they're running Twitter. I mean, women run Twitter. You know that. I mean, have you ever? I mean, I'm pretty popular on Twitter. Follow at Nate Fritzen at, at N-A-T-E-F-R-I-D-S-O-R. In fact, all your complaints there. Yep. I think that, uh, of course... Of course. I mean, look, I'm not I'm not trying to be unrealistic uh, and, and to say like, oh, well, uh, you know, all my problems are because uh, you know, a lot of people mischaracterize my uh, fucking things that I say. What I'm saying is that the uh, how to say it without sounding like fucking paranoid. It, I, I think that the lesbian feminist caliphate that is social media is trying to take all the fun out of sex. <laughs> They're trying to take men out of the equation completely so they can have all the women to themselves and all the power. Oh, man. There's going to be a one-vagina solution. I, I'm telling you. This I wish be- I was higher. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm 
trying to find something here on my phone that, 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 I, that, I, that I'm hoping might work. Oh, you got an know. Alex Jones podcast you want to fire up real quick? <laughs> Alex Jones Play a podcast Alex, on a podcast? Alex Jones is not wrong. That would be great. That's what <laughs> I'm going to do. This is the Alex Jones uh, bootleg podcast podcast. He'd be so pissed off. He gets money, you know. It's very important to him. Mm-hmm. The most egregious cunt of the year. Now, it's a very... This category is a little different because it's not just like three women throwing babies out of fucking windows. It's right. like, you know, it, 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 it takes you gotta something You got to do something special to get a most egregious cunt. You can't just have a baby and just uh, shot put it out your window. Just kind of be a butthole about it. Yeah. yeah. No, you got to, you, you really got to fucking be somebody. Now, a 20-year-old mom utterly devoid of decency here, without compassion, empathy, her very humanity at question, used her own baby as a pawn to vent her anger at the child's father, terrorizing the dad. By making it appear she'd murdered their baby. Oh. She uploaded a photo of seven-month-old Nathaniel with a knife at his tiny neck and with the ominous caption, Bye, Nathaniel. You lied to me. You said you cared. And, I got to uh, say, as, an, as a fellow Nathan, I am appalled by this. Mm-hmm. I find mm-hmm. this, this morally reprehensible. Do you, uh, are you a Nathaniel? No, Nathan is my full this name. This kid is fucking Nathaniel. Yeah, but he would be Nathan for short. This kid uh, is, uh, he was in danger. She claimed to kill this kid. So it's reported in the New, in New York Daily News, okay? It says, uh, next was an image of a bloodied blanket, and this is a quote from the Daily News, and a child's body part with a caption claiming he was, quote, bleeding out, according to her criminal complaint. Now, I think, now the only... The only thing that's a quote in that is bleeding out, mm-hmm. according to her criminal complaint. I think the Daily News, and I, this is aside from everything else I said, you know. Yeah. Because I need you to take this one seriously. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm, well, yeah. You're with me. The I've Daily been with News you the whole time. is comically slanted towards certain people. And, uh, and, and, but you have to do so much explaining to get it across. It makes you sound crazy. Now, it's, it's the more, I mean, it's certainly the more liberal of the two papers. It's, it's, it's liberal, but it's also, it's 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 beyond biased. Like, uh, let me give you an example here. Okay, now I'm compelled to correct all these. I I can't mm-hmm. help it. I it, I just want to point out the shitty slanted take on things. They're mention of a child's body part. Okay. Okay. Now the picture she uploaded as a bloody blanket. Bloody blanket. So there's fake blood, right? Uh, it, it's not the kid's blood. It's fake blood. Right. And uh, what must be a fake, uh, child's body part then? Because it's not a real. So it says, and it says a child's body part. It's got to be a fake, which uh. It she, could it could be it could be a uh, she put fake blood on the on the kid and then put a blanket over all but just the body part. Okay, that would that's a, that's also an answer. What body part? I'm gonna guess an arm. Well, why wouldn't they say arm? Because maybe it's from the uh, it's it's maybe it's clearly an appendage, but from the picture, it's hard to tell exactly, and so you don't want to. I think they you don't want to explain you, that. You don't want to. Uh, you don't want to take leaps as okay. a. I hear you. That's a, that's a possible a solution. Here's another solution. Uh huh. Is if I think if it was a child's head, arm, body, finger, toe, a leg, arm, they would. That's exactly what they would say. I I, I don't think it's. I I certainly. It's not unethical to say penis or. Do you think it's the penis? It seems logical to conclude that they're withholding that information. That's a penis, a child's body part. Is this kid? Did she drape the kid in like a like the orthodox hole in the sheet? I mean, like but how no, is it? Like the how kid's on picture? It's just a bloody blanket. There's but, no the, right, but they, but you could also see a body part. You're saying, and I think so, it's a little fake penis. 
I think that she made it look as if I cut his little dick off and he's bleeding out. I think that's what she did. Ah, I think she I was see. trying to horrify the uh-huh. dad, and she knew that. Well, that's that just would be... a little. I think that's just a little beyond the pale for a, a news story, don't you think? To point out that it was the penis. That is the penis. Uh, well, if you're trying to be, if you're trying to paint her as like a little more sympathetic, it's not. Which I think that's what they're doing. I think they don't want you to hate her. They want you to go. That's crazy, Pat. I'm sorry. It's they, not this, she, uh, a child's body part. I I honestly think if there I, was a penis, I think she's terrible already. I I also and I I'm not a misogynist. I think she's terrible from this from this article. I do too. She's you know a very she's an egregious cunt. Yeah, she's a not, she might be the most egregious cunt. So you think that if if she said if they said the dick was was cut off that more people would hate her? I think that it ramps it up. To an unforgivable see, degree. That see, way. I think if they say the dick, I think the child's body part you sort of smooth that. Because out I, th- I think by your by your rationale, if they mm. say the dick's cut off, then there are all of these women going, "That's right, sister. Yeah, cut no. that, cut the dick off that baby. That's a that was that baby was gonna grow up to be a real mm. a real straight white. I think, and uh, I, someone's gotta kiss. Someone's gotta put that baby in line. That, cut his dick off. That that isn't what that's not what I'm saying. Because I know several women who would react that way. They'd be like, "Yeah, cut that dick off." Yeah, you live in Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> that's what I'm saying. that a lot of that the, the, they lose a lot of women at that point. Uh-huh. That's my theory. Is that if you go, oh, you faked like you cut off the baby's little. Oh my god, that's terrible. Like simulating cutting genitalia. Do you did you see the picture of this girl? Did you, have you seen the photograph of this yeah, woman? Yeah, yeah. So you, I mean, does she look like the kind of person who might fake cutting a dick off? To me, she does. That's she a looks really like a th- fucking maniac. That's a really specific look. <laughs> Telling you, she does. Has she it. look like the sort of woman who would fake cutting a baby's <laughs> dick off? You know, she Instagram does kind of. <laughs> she, you know what I. I was having a, I when I met her, I was like, she's got a certain thing about her, a certain je ne sais quoi. I a can't really, I can't really figure eye. out what it is about her. And then you were like, does she look like the sort of person who would cut off a baby's dick but fake the whole thing and put it on Instagram with fake blood? They want to avoid creating the truthful impression of this young woman's abject meanness to use a father's natural attachment to the well-being of his son's penis to make him believe that you would cut his son's penis off. You think I'm crazy. And I get the idea. You think I'm nuts, but I think it's a very significant difference. Same I think. I mean, I, I definitely see. I definitely see where you're coming from. I definitely yeah. think they're. I definitely see what you're saying. Okay, so that's it's not. I understand what you're saying. The first, only the first element of the bias. Right. And in, in reference to the baby's dead body, she goes, "I need to get rid of it." The twisted mother allegedly wrote to her ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, uh, Jose Zambrano, via WhatsApp. WhatsApp. <laughs> WhatsApp. <laughs> Still is, funny. Yeah. Still funny. <laughs> In a series of <laughs> unsettling texts from various numbers. she abs- Here's another one. She absconded with her son after a fight with Zambrano on June 19th. But the dad never told an administration of child services worker until he received her alarming messages Wednesday. Why does that matter? If the mother just left with her kid, why would he tell child services about that? Hello, child services. I'd like to report an absconding. <laughs> Someone left home with the baby. It was the mother. Yes. Yeah, some other took a baby someplace. What's that? You want me to sit down? Okay, I'll sit. Okay. Now what? Turn on the TV? Okay. And then what? Okay. So I do feel better. <laughs> I do, you know what I mean? The, she leaves the baby? Good. Ex-boyfriend. I don't think there's any reason to point that out. That's victim blaming. She's the one who's sending the fucking pictures and harassing. And why they... But he didn't report it. It's not his job. He's not the fucking boyfriend even anymore. Now, a week before her, de- her disappearance, you'll hear what a horrible person this is. 
Oh, I'm not defending this person. I feel you are. No, she, certainly not. She had. I'm saying there's not a there's not a, a an international conspiracy against men. That's what I'm saying. I, I, boy, is, it hurts me so much to hear anybody saying that. <laughs> it's just so obvious and blindingly apparent that there will be no males. No. 